Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am excited about this one. Uh, this is going to be a great show today because we are coming off of the tail end of our LinkedIn Sales Navigator review that we did, the session that we did just earlier this week. Uh, that was such a great show. And one of the questions that we kept getting in the chat was, all right, we're doing all these things with Sales Navigator to be able to get the right lists made and get the right triggers in front of us and even get like real time information and build like real contact strategies with the Boolean search. But how do I use it in my messaging? And that is why we have brought in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Marcus Chan is with us today. Welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, you are building me up. I'm pumped to be here. We're going to have some fun. Uh, jamming about uh, LinkedIn, things that work, things that don't work. But uh, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy right. to be here. That's right. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we did not plan to match today. It just kind of happened uh, because Marcus Chan is on brand. You can guarantee it. I'm going to go ahead and launch this question right here. Uh, we like to keep tabs of who's in the room. That way, when we answer questions, we kind of have a general idea of what roles we're talking about. Uh, so welcome back, everybody, to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show. I'm your host, James Say What Sales Buckley. Scan this QR code that we are showing you right here and go check out sellbetter.xyz. We're excited about all the resources that are free for you that are on that page. Go get them. They are awesome. Uh, the Daily Sales Show is live every single day. Let us know what your role is and go ahead and change your chat settings down on the bottom right-hand corner. Some of you beat me to it. And let us know where you're tuning in from in the chat. That's what I want to see right now. Uh, shout out Chicago. I see you. Clearwater, Florida. I, Florida's hot, man. I, I don't know. I'm I'm from Florida. and I, Yo, Scotland, I'll see you in 2024. Shout out to India. You guys always represent. Delhi in the house. What's popping? Vegas. We were just talking about people from Vegas and how crazy they are. Uh, Pittsburgh, PA. What's popping? I see you. I've been to your city before. Mumbai, what's happening? Shout out to Serbia. Our international crowd always represents. That's what's up. Uh, okay. I want to give a big thanks to Vidyard right now. I have been a Vidyard user most of my career, I think. I don't think I've stepped outside of the Vidyard realm since like 2015, and they never let me down. So big ups to them. We've teamed up to put together how you can do class demos. This is a guide for you. I'm putting it in the chat right now so that you guys can go get it. Make the magic with your buyers on the demo. That's a crucial point in the sales cycle. It has to go according to plan. If it doesn't, you're going to struggle with momentum in your follow-up process. Maybe we can talk about that on an upcoming show. This is what you're going to get today from Marcus. Three direct messages. We are giving you literal templates, y'all. So get your screenshots ready to bounce because we're going to give you some good shit that Marcus has put together that actually works. You're going to learn how to craft these eye-catching things that Marcus does to gain lots of attention from his prospects. And then we might have some bonus tips at the end, especially if you guys ask the right questions. Make sure that you put your questions in the Q&A as we move forward because I will leave time at the end and I love live stuff. You guys have a voice with me and I want you to use it. Here we go. Bam, SDRs in the room looking to make an impact on LinkedIn. AEs, I know you guys need to be impactful on LinkedIn. There is no doubt because you're probably responsible for a certain percentage of your pipeline. Uh, yes or no, are you responsible for sourcing your own pipe if you're an AE in the room? Yes or no in the chat, that's what I want to see. Marcus, let's get into it with this first flow. So we're going to talk about the pieces of this flow, and then we're going to show you the example. So give me the rundown here. Why are these the steps? Break them down for everybody. Mm. So uh, I'm excited to cover this one, right? This is uh, helping them win. This is a really, really simple framework. 
And before I go through some of the elements here, I think it's important to understand like what we're going to cover with this framework here and some of the other ones that we're going to discuss today. I want you to not just read the template and understand the template. I want you to internalize the psychology of why it works, the psychology of human influence. And when you start thinking of it this way, you're able to transcend what you learned here and apply to other things, whether it's email, videos, voice notes, et cetera. It, it all works because we're selling to human beings. All right. So with that being said, let's dive into helping them win. So this is a really, really simple framework. Um, and if you think about the first law, the first bullet point here, which is not selling or pitching. Yeah. Now, what's the inverse of that, which is selling and pitching? The pitch slap. That's a pitch slap. This is what most people are getting in their inboxes. This is what I get 99% of the time yeah. every single day, whether it's in my email inbox or my LinkedIn inbox. Yeah. So we're going to do the inverse by not selling or pitching. The second piece is we might want to make it really clear. We know them. We get them. Like that's that's the biggest thing. So a lot of times when someone gets a pitch slap, they're thinking, this is, this they don't know me. Well, what is up? They're just, they're, just, they're playing a numbers game, right? Yeah. Yeah. They sent this so, to a thousand people. He says a thousand people. It's really clear, right? It's even worse when they forget to change some of the brackets in there. So you see the, the template of brackets, like you didn't even personalize it, right? You messed it up, right? So <laughs> you want to make sure you state their pain that's in their mind that they know about, right? Yeah. And they want to earn a little bit of credibility, which helps establish you as more of a trusted advisor. And then we don't want to give away the farm. We want to use a little bit of curiosity. We want to hook them in a little bit to get them to hopefully respond. So that's really kind of the four key elements we have there. Don't sell them a pitch, know their pain, earn credibility, get, get them a little bit curious. I like that last piece too, creating curiosity. I think sometimes we go for the, is this interesting? Or we go for the, do you want to have a conversation about it? You know, I think there's this like, I'm going to leave it hanging. I sent an email today that was very uh, ambiguous. There was no ask. It was just a give. And I think it made this human curious about how I customized my message. He even asked me on LinkedIn. He connected with me right away on LinkedIn after he yeah. got the email. And he was like, hey, I'm curious what you're using to automate this. This is very personalized. So good for you on the AI side. And I was like, no, sorry to disappoint you, like 100% human here. The same thing happens when you use this flow because there's this flow that you're following. So let's give the example here. And again, I want you guys asking good questions in the Q&A because we're going to leave time at the end about your own DMs, right? What do you think about this? I do this. Is that going to work, Marcus? What should I do? The Q&A is available to you. So don't put them in the chat throw them out in there. Uh, let's look at this example. So this is what it would look like if you guys were going to use this flow. Marcus, break this down for everybody. And I love that you cool. put the tokens in here. Yeah, we're going to make this like super simple, right? So a couple things. So first you see, hey name, right? So by the way, this is like, uh, if anyone's ever received those, those overly formal messages, dear madam, hello, sir. You know, it, it comes off very awkward, right? So we're going to, we're going to, number one, we're going to, we're going to, Make it a little more casual. Hey, name. That's the first piece. It's understand the psychology behind that. Now, I'm guessing you problem and a little bit of agitation, right? So there's some, some sort of specific problem that that person is going to deal with. Now, here's the thing. You're only going to be able to fill that, that blank in if you know that persona, if you know that prospect. If you don't know them, it's going to be completely shot in the dark. So it has to be very specific. To so imagine it's a pain clearly in their mind. That's going to make sense, right? 
So really, really important. So for example, quick, quick question here, Susie. Hey, Sally, even to CEO? 100%. 100%. Like, remember, they're humans too. Yeah. They are humans too. And we want to minimize the friction for them to read it, right? So when they read like, hey, Dave, interesting. So remember, like, the, the first thing is going to happen is when they see in their inbox on their phone or even online, it's only the first couple lines. So they see your picture, they see your name. Hey, name, I'm guessing you. And, they, and, and they'll start seeing the rest. Like, what is this about? So they're, they're hopefully more now more likely to actually click on it, right? It's a little bit different, okay? There's hopefully there's a little bit of familiarity to it, right? Now, uh, the next the next section, which is I've been working with, ICP or persona. So this is like, now we want to establish a little bit of credibility I mentioned. So I've been working with, the, the more specific, the better. I've been working with SaaS founders, you know, on the West Coast to deal with X, right? To get really specific. Like you for X years. So the years can help a lot. Now, again, use this as a model, right? So like, if you're like new in your role, okay, like saying like, hey, I've been I've been working with, uh, you know, SaaS founders like you on the West Coast for like yeah. two months. Ah, not so effective, right? Not so effective, right? And then um, you can remove that piece if you want to. And then can help with specific problem. So what's the specific problem you can solve for? Now, not it's not a pitch, specific problem. Right? It's a great question. This is a great question for the audience. A good time because I feel like you're talking about something that is a little bit kind of a talking point in the space. So do you identify problems that you solve in your initial connection requests? I think this is something that's worth asking because we're talking about DMs here. Uh, Marcus, let's just sidebar here for a minute. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like adding a message that like this to a personalized connection request is functions like a DM or would you send a blank connection request and wait for the folks that accept that are your ICP and then send something like this? I'm curious. Great question. So um, general rule of thumb for connection requests, and I've tested this, right, um, with connection requests. If you put... This is still pretty early on. So if you put that message inside your connection request, the way we just had, yeah, you're going to have a lower acceptance rate as a result. That's what's going to happen, right? Um, so I personally would prefer either a really personalized connection request uh. or it has to be blank, right? But the personalized one's going to have a higher connection rate. So it's got to be something personalized to them. So that way, um, they're going to be more likely to actually accept it. And then your first message will go into what we just discussed just now. Right. 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 I agree with you. I I think I would do a blank connection request and then use this particular template here as that thing that I send Correct. after they accept. I will say, though, also, I've had a lot of success sending blank connection requests. And then this is my opener, Marcus. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, you probably get a lot of connection requests. What was it about me that made you comfortable accepting? Yeah. You would be amazed at how many people are like, I'm building a network. Like, you know, or they're like, I saw your profile and it looked great, you know, uh, or even like I've been following you for a while and you didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love the open loop question. Like that's a, such a powerful one, right? Like, cause they can really like open up a conversation that can kind of even flow into this. So I, I love that. I absolutely love that. That's now I'm, I got that's Marcus approved y'all. That's Marcus approved. I absolutely love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. So the next you go into like, which is like you're 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 basically giving them a little teaser. Hey, can help yeah. you solve this problem. Can help you increase cash flow for 2023. Can help you reduce turnover on your sales team so you're more profitable this year. Whatever it's going to be, right? So it's very specific to solving a problem. Not what you do. It's not 
It can help you with implementing our new AI technology to help you do blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Forget about it. Like, we will focus on them and their problem, right? And then we just have a really casual, um, you know, like interest-based, like, you know, CTA. Open to chat, open to learning more. Now, what we can do next is the next line is after we go for the ask, we can remove some of that pressure, right? Which is either way, keep up the great content. So you are now indifferent to the response. It's really powerful. And then your name. Now, this theme is something I'm going to talk about a little bit later. So stay tuned. We got another template coming right at you. Any additional insights into this that you can offer? Because I think there's a few pieces to this puzzle worth mentioning. Uh, what do you got for us? And then I'll share my insights on this one. <laughs> I'm going to throw a couple of couple different uh, bullets that are really, really powerful, right? Yeah. So what I love about LinkedIn um, is the messaging The messaging platform is, is like a text. It's like text messaging, right? And think about how how you text your friends. Do most of us text this huge long essay? Maybe some people do. Most people send them blocks. So imagine the same, you're a bubble texter, right? You might be a, maybe a lot, you're maybe like, a, you're like an essay guy, right? I am, it's you know? terrible. It's probably really an essay guy, right? <laughs> Um, now, aside from James, most people are going to write kind of in blocks and in, in chunks, and this is really powerful, right? So imagine you take that same thing, the same framework we just discussed, and you break it into blocks, right? You know, hey, name, I'm guessing you probably problem agitate, send. I've been working with IC persona, send. Open and chat, send. Either way, keep the great content, send. Now, what's here is really powerful. Now they have four message bubbles. Mm. Now, they're like, what's this all about? If they have notifications on, they just got four notifications. Yeah. I think so you just became human. You just became human, right? Yeah. Because remember, automation usually is a full message. That's true. And it's one big, long thing, very structured. Correct. Not like, Correct. I don't I don't hear the voice in my head. Hi, I'm going to, like, it's, I'm going to, right? <laughs> Correct. Correct. And what happens is now, like, if they have notifications on their phone, the topmost bubble is... What they see, which is either we keep the great content, like, huh? What's that about? Let me click on it now. Yeah. Remember, we're sell the next step is open it. Then the next step after that is respond. Oh. Right. So we're trying to get them to move, make these moves. All right. People that comment on my content often get my attention very quickly. I will set aside exactly. other messages. Yeah. And give somebody the attention. Because they like my content. That's like a big stroke to my giant yeah. ego, you know? <laughs> exactly. Couple all the quick, quick bullet points to, for the same framework. Yeah. Imagine the same thing on a voice note or a video, uh, an internal embedded video on LinkedIn from the app. So mm. now you have this like this human element that removes a, is this AI? Like, oh, yeah, that's really impressive. Also, that's a crazy deep fake. That's actually pretty cool. Boy, you're like, oh, that's crazy deep fake. Right? Oh, like, who knows, you know? Um, so that's good. That makes it really, really powerful, right? Um, now, good question here, which is um, what if they don't have much content on LinkedIn? If they don't have, yeah, if they don't have the content on LinkedIn, you can remove that and you can do some sort of other pressure remove, which might be either way, hope you have an amazing day. Yeah. Right. Keep up the so great work. Keep up the great work. You know, yeah. you know the, the, the point is not necessarily to copy verbatim what it says here, it's mm -hmm. to understand the principles behind it. Yeah. So you can take it, make it your voice, adjust to your contextual situation, yeah. but we're leveraging human psychology yeah. that's been around for thousands of years. 
Well, that's why I'm talking about the human aspect. Uh, but remember that these are templates, guys. Take these right. things right. and make them your own. These are just frameworks that you can work with. 100%. It looks like a lot of folks are describing what they, the problems that they solve, either sometimes or always. And then some folks are like, never. I don't think there's a silver bullet here. I just want to point that out. A lot of that depends on your buyer, your ideal customer, the way that your buyers tend to engage based on the historical closed one deals that you're researching. Let's move on to the next framework though, because we got a lot of good stuff to give you here. And I want to make sure that we have time to answer all your questions. This is the valuable training approach. Don't worry, guys. It's not for people that sell sales training. It's the way the approach <laughs> yeah. is phrased. So talk to me about these bullet points and then we'll look at the example really fast. Absolutely. So if anyone's ever read the book, um, Influenced by Robert Cialdini, he talks about the law of reciprocity, right? The law, law of reciprocity is when you give first, you naturally kind of feel like you should give back a little bit, mm. right? Whether it's a little bit of time, a little bit of money, a little bit of whatever, right? So I for example, e even in the story, um, in, in one of the stories they, they shared inside the book, they talked about how there's a specific religious group. And one of their strategies to convert people for a little bit of time was they would give people a rose. Strangers, they're walking people roses. And because people get the rose, like, um, what's up? And now they, they feel like they had to give them at least a couple minutes and they were trying to convert people. Now, I'm not saying do that. I'm not saying give people roses, they're trying to convert their religion. But the concept is still the same, which is what if I give first? So that's influenced by Robert Cialdini. So in this specific framework here, we, we need by your prospects, they are constantly asking with them, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? So when you apply this principle to how you do outreach, when they get that outreach, they're thinking, what's in it for me? Why do I want this? Right? So you want to be able to provide something of value for them. And we basically become the provider to become someone who's going to be different than everybody else. You give first. All right. And this can be anything that can be of value to them. So it has to be, let me back up, has to be considered valuable and useful for them. I'm going to say it again, has to be considered valuable and useful for them. Now, if so, for some people, they're like, oh, I'm going to give like a white paper we came out with. Well, is it valuable for them? Like if you put yourself in their shoes, like, and don't, don't be like, hey, we, we, we created this, like this new product sales page. That's valuable to them, right? Yeah. Well, no, that's not valuable to them. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Like I always ask, I tell, yeah. I tell salespeople to ask this question. Am I sending this so that I can set them up for a sales pitch? Correct. Correct. If you are. Consider sending something else that's not the setup for the sales pitch. You're going to get your exactly. opportunity to set up for the sales pitch in a conversation. Definitely not in an email or a DM in, in, in LinkedIn. Let's take a look at the example that you've provided. Again, I'm looking to leave a lot of time for good Q&A yep. with you guys. So yep. throw it in the Q&A section. Uh, cool. To break this one down real fast, and let's get to this third one because I got some good questions. In oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> you see some commonalities here, right? Hey, name. Thanks for connecting. Super simple, right? And if your company has provided maybe a free training, great blog post or whatever, a report that's be valuable, that can be next thing. Hey, we just released a free training on the latest blank trends, right? Yeah. Something really, really simple. That's going to be, again, a value to them. Would you like to look to check it out? Best your name. Yeah. This is Super so simple. short. So short. It's so, so short. That catches my attention right away. And, and this is the theme, and you're going to see it in the next example too. You guys notice... Marcus is very good at relieving the pressure. Put a one in the chat if you often feel like you're risking putting too much pressure on your prospects in your DMs. If you feel like, if you write, 
If you're like me, you write things and then you read it and then you're like, ah, nah, and you delete some shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I yeah. feel. Marcus is very good at short, but no pressure, yo. Marcus, how did you get here? What, like, why does this work for you? Well, I just think like, how do I like to be sold? Right? Like, yeah, it's not like to feel good. the pressure. I'm out. Yeah, I don't want to feel the pressure. Like, you know, I'm in, I'm in sales. I've been in sales for years. You know, I teach sales training. It's like, I don't want to feel the pressure. Even if I want to buy it, once I feel the pressure, I'm like, Ugh. and there's like good pressure and bad pressure. Yeah. This is like negative pressure up front. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like you, if you try want to buy a new car, you show up to a dealership and that rep comes up like, hey, you know, hey, sir, hey, Mount, come with me. I want to show you these amazing cars. He's a blah, 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 blah. You're like, just eat. Like, I know I can buy a car, but it's like, give me a second. Yeah. Yeah. Give me uh, a I, second. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like one of the things that you said here is that this ties into being an integrated salesperson. Right. I noticed that you don't give them the resource. You ask them if they right. want to check it out. What's your next touch? Just curious. Uh, and let me know if you guys feel the same way. Like if they don't say, yeah, I want to see it. What's the next touch for you in the DM? Here's here's the beautiful part, right? Because even this example here, it naturally leads to a super simple follow-up the next day or two days later where it's like, you know, hey, James, not sure. Did you want this? No worries either way. Boom. Really the pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I love that. Right? So it's like, yeah, it makes it so simple to do. And by the way, you could do that with an audio note. That's true. Yep. That's true. Yep. Any one of these frameworks work really well as a voice note in a LinkedIn DM. That's true. So let's just say they don't respond again. You wait a couple more days. You want to get you know super cool and fancy. You use Vidyar. You pull up that report. You pull up the LinkedIn profile. You film a quick video. How is James' profile? Say it's James. Got James' profile first. Hey, James, you know what's going on? Marcus here. Not sure if you saw my note. Yeah. Flip to a new tab with a report. We just came with a report on X, Y, Z. Here's a value for you. Let me know if you want this. No worries either way. Take care. See ya. Boom. 20, 30 seconds. You drop that like that gift video inside. They see it. They see the board. They get a little bit of a teaser. You're using a little bit of FOMO, right? A little bit of tease, a little, a little appetizer to what's, be yeah. what's better out there. And hopefully they're like, oh my goodness. Like I like the tease and the FOMO and the appetizer. Yeah. This oh, is like yeah. human nature at its best. And I think oh, you we're could doing. Karloff, to your point uh, and to Meg's point, right? Two, three touches you could get away with on a message like this. We'll look at it one more time and then we'll move forward. This is the template right here. Uh, take a screenshot of this. Make sure you tag Marcus Chan, share it with your networks. This is great stuff right here. And don't forget to use the hashtag sell better. That's what we want to see. Uh, all right, let's get to this third one. Great questions. Keep them coming. We have plenty of time, y'all. And this is my favorite part for stuff like this. People like Marcus mm -hmm. give you great insights when you ask good questions, questions in the Q&A. Uh, all right, so this is the recent activity strategy. And sometimes I think people really lean heavy on this one but it's too broad. Talk to me about yes. specificity. So um, the recent activity is like when you notice some sort of signal, if you will, right, from that yeah. company or that prospect. Um, the mistake many make, as you mentioned, is they're really general, right? So when they're really general, it doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't shout to the prospect, "Hey, this person knows me. This person gets it. This person took their time." So the more specific, the better, mm. right? And ideally, you'd pinpoint something that most people are going to overlook. So, for example, like if you look at a 10K report or you're looking at a uh, earnings transcript from most recent yeah. call with analysts, because you go after a big opportunity, you don't just read the first couple like paragraphs. Read the whole thing. Dive in deep, very specific to things that they're doing so you can incorporate that as part of your messaging. Because if it sounds generic, 
they're going to know it's generic. So you want to be able to go deep and very specific, right? So for example, uh, I get messages like this all the time. Like, hey, Marcus, I saw you wrote a book. That's awesome. Anyways, pitch. I'm like, did you read the book? Did you you actually copy the book? What are your thoughts on the book? What are your thoughts on the book, right? What was your favorite takeaway, right? Exactly, right? So like, so, but if they, if they said something like, which has happened every now and then, I get a message like, hey, Marcus, like, I just got the book, love on chapter X, you said this specific thing. Yeah. That, and they put like a little quote, so like, that, like, that really resonated with me. Now, I'm curious, based on that, what are your thoughts here? I was like, oh, wow. Like, they really, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. They did, they did some homework. They're bringing some I, insights to the table now. I, yeah, I think you feel the same way I do. I'm looking for things that are hard to ignore. And if they're hard right. to ignore, they're going to get a reaction out of me. And I right. think that's what it is. Uh, look at these uh, results right here. Check this out. Looks like 62% of our voters are sometimes uh, BC, 62% voted. 77% of the voters say sometimes they actually do use a trigger. And 14% say always. Uh, you're nine percenters that are in my room right now that say I never use triggers, maybe add that to your messaging structures and you might see a little bit of an uptick in your results. It's important that you're relevant and timely and triggers are often a great thing that let you know you're timely. Let's look at the example here and then we're going to go to Q&A. So make sure that you get your questions in. We've got a lot of good ones in there already. Uh, Break this example down for me and you'll notice that this one is in the form of an in-mail, y'all. In-mail, mobile, original DM to a first degree, like these fit in a lot of places. Go ahead, Mark. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So very similar, very similar like format, right? You know, hi name, saw your recent post about whatever they wrote about. Again, the more specific, the better, right? If, for example, if you're just like, hey, saw your recent post about cybersecurity trends, that's boring. What specifically in that post did they say, right? right. Again, that's about a post. This could be, it could be an article they're, they're, they're put, it could be a press release. It could be anything the company's recently done. It could be something they posted on, uh, Facebook, somebody posted on LinkedIn or on Twitter or whatever. It's not generic. It's not generic. It's some sort of very clear activity that you would have to have taken some time to intentionally consumed yeah. to be able to have a question, you know? And then you, the next slide is, you don't have to say it's in there, but this is kind of that kind of flows. Hey, this is something I've seen over and over again. You highlight it perfectly. We're actually kind of, we're actually kind of stroking the ego a little bit. They kind of feel good, a little bit good. People have, everyone's got an ego, regardless of what you say, we all have an ego. <laughs> Curious, right? What do you think about whatever relevant question? So here, this one, is rushes kind of open the conversation a little bit. We're trying to yeah. open the door a little bit, right? And this is powerful because if you ask a question that's relevant to what they talked about, this shows you get them. Like the way you show you understand someone is not about what you say. It's the questions you ask them. That's I, how you I, show it. I, I love that you're showing these people that you did work first. I heard a CEO say once, and I can't remember who it was. It may have been Benny Off. It may have been Gary Vaynerchuk. But he said, if you want 10 minutes of my time, show me that you gave me a few of yours first. Right? And I don't think that's an unreasonable ask for any decision maker out there. It is so crazy to be a, D, a DM these days because mm-hmm. everyone's after you, right? Sales is harsh, and there's a lot of us out here. And how do you make it through the noise? And these are great strategies for you guys to leverage LinkedIn to help yourselves break through the noise into these accounts that you need access to. All right, uh, let's get into some Q&A. This is my favorite part. Marcus, are you ready? Cool. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's flow, right. baby. 
Uh, so let's go with the most upvoted. This one comes from Selena Tang. She says, I've seen cold email tips that suggest not starting with hey, high name to disrupt the pattern and mention their name later. What do you think about doing that for LinkedIn messages? So I think what she's saying is just hey without the name. Test it. That's AB reality. Yeah. I mean, just AB test it, right? I mean, it's some, and sometime when you see things like, it's like, I, I've seen a lot of tips like this. And by the way, this is, this. I don't want to get started on a tangent here. A lot of people post content on LinkedIn who have never carried the bag or done the job. Hate to say it. That's the reality. So you'll see a lot of people like, oh, this is like, this is like working right now. This is like, like, that's cool. But do you have repeatable, like repeatable systems and strategies that work are, and that are timeless? So you want to be a little bit careful. Sometimes, like, sometimes you, you gather a tactic or something. That's why I'm so, so heavy. I'm like, I'm like, we shared the strategy of why it works and we share some tactics. Sometimes the tactics may change because of the context of the conversation, because of persona. But we understand the why it works, you can kind of adapt it. Uh, but the best way to kind of find out is you run an A-B test and you see if it's going to be better. Because sometimes you, like, we could say it never works. Nothing's binary. <laughs> it always works. Nothing's binary. There's ranges, right? And how effective you are to everything else. Yeah. My, right? my so shit always works sometimes. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you it works every time. <laughs> every time, all the time, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, my, my thing is that when you are a B testing out there, look at the people before you start just blasting out these attempts. If I'm looking at somebody's profile and they're like me, super fun, right? Like I got a big smile. I got my, my shirts open. I'm pointing at the cell better. I'm like, what yeah. the? right. Super yeah. approachable. You could probably message me that way. And it's going to resonate. If I was somebody else with a tie on and a very serious face on my LinkedIn profile, and I had all this like magnet magnetic language for my specific icp and it was very technical you might want to approach me on a little more serious note so when it comes to how you customize that opener maybe look at that human being and see what kind of Great person point. can i glean they are from just a quick four minute look at their linkedin profile that would be my suggestion mm -hmm. selena this is a good one from meg m you like that one marcus that was good i love it great question this one is from meg m do you send a follow-up after the template one so we talked about some of the follow-up processes. Let's mm -hmm. give some other follow-up strategies that may, you might use in a LinkedIn DM. Great. So, uh, so first off, uh, you should you should send a follow-up. That's, that's number one. Um, I, I wish I could say these are magic messages, magic psychology. You send one message, you know, bam, you get instant. They're like, hey, send me your like, your booking link. Let's freaking go. Yeah, uh, maybe some, but most are not going to do that. Most require just a little bit of follow-up. And by the way, sometimes I think it's important to understand. It's not always about the, the temple, which you wrote. It's not always about you. Sometimes they're just busy. True. Like sometimes like my inboxes gets wild and like I, I unintentionally don't respond back to friends who message me. It just happens. Right. So take it personally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, for example, for example, one, which is, um, you know, I'm guessing you have problem this, right. Open a shot. The, the, the fault super simple. I mean, you could do either an audio note if you want or a video or a message back you know hey name not sure if you saw above and if you want if you if, depending on your feel and what your style i love having an emoji in there because an emoji relieves pressure right makes it very human very non-ai very not techy it's like you know hey james not sure if you, uh, not sure if you, if you saw this no worries either way smiley face oh interesting 
You know, yeah. I love I love the muscle emoji. I, I'm cheesy like that. So yeah, you definitely want to make sure you have some sort of fault uh, as well. Now, I think on top of that, I know we're talking about LinkedIn right now. It's important to understand that um, part of your outbound strategy should be omni-channel. That's right. Right. So it's it's not just uh, I'm gonna send a couple messages here. I'm like, ah, oh, that that that's like I can't get hold of them. Sometimes they're just not active on LinkedIn. That's also reality. So you may have to call them. You might have to hit them up on Twitter because maybe they're more active there, right? Maybe it's, it's like, maybe if you're in a physical field territory, maybe you have to pop into their actual office. Maybe you need to send a physical gift. It could be a combination of all of the above, but if the opportunity is worth your time to work on, you got to put the work in. You definitely want to well. I'm actually a huge fan of the multi-touch on my first touch. I'll use one of these templates here. Yeah. But I'll call first, leave the voicemail, and then they get one of these templates that's very customized, right? And then I'm sending the email on top of it, referencing the voicemail and the LinkedIn message that I just sent. All of those steps are highly customized and very personal to that human. But because it's a one, two, three, they get to choose which channel they want to engage with me on. Here's exactly. a tip. I don't really care which channel they choose. I'm going to get the conversation and that's my goal. So uh, so this is good. Uh, Meg has a follow-up question in the chat. Thank you for being on point with this, Meg M. Uh, but she says, ending with that in different tone doesn't that does that still make sense? Uh, I I don't I want to point out the difference between indifference and relieving pressure. Marcus, help me out here. Yeah. So here, um, depending on how you want to look at, it, I mean, to me, I personally don't see it as a big deal. Yeah. You know, there's also something I think is really important too. This is um. This goes towards psychology, how you think about selling in mm -hmm. your solution, your offer. Yep. Um, I'm also a firm believer um, in whatever you sell, you have to truly internalize and believe you truly can help them. So you must be on a mission to truly help them. So I imagine it's it's as if you are the doctor and they are a patient that you see that they probably have some symptoms of something very serious. And you know, if you if you don't do your, do your due diligence to follow up and engage with them, they make it worse to get even sicker. So when you have that type of mind shift and frame, it's you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna approach them. You're gonna do outreach onto them as well. You're gonna say, "Hey, I had this first message. Yep, I'm I'm relieving the pressure, but I'm not just giving up because I believe I can help them still. But I I won't know to have a better conversation. So I'm going to follow up as well. And the yeah. guy goes into hitting in all three channels. It may, it may overwhelm some. That's true. Some will maybe will overwhelm. That's that's just a reality. Uh, Gregory, I've been doing that one, two, three approach for nine years, and I have never had a single soul reach out to me and say, James, it's too much. Ease back. Three touches is far too, too many in one shot. That's never happened to me. Uh, and you can, as you can imagine, I've been doing this for nine years. I have quite the list of people that I've reached out to, and I, I don't recall that ever happening. There's another good one from Selena right here. When it comes to providing value slash sending content, do you have a preference towards your own company's content or third-party content? I love this question. Selena, thank you. Marcus, what you got? Whatever's most valuable for the prospect. Can I get an Whatever's amen? Can I get an amen valuable. in the chat? <laughs> right, that is like, imagine it's your your friend. It's your friend that you want to help, right? If it's a friend, yeah. it's like, if you know that maybe there's a really good piece of content that's by a completely different third party, great. You know, like, so for example, like, like my team will send out stuff from like Salesforce, right? Like, hey, this is a great report. They just came out on this super useful, super relevant, very helpful. Like 
like my goal is like, I'm going to play the long game here, right? This is about playing the long game and position yourself not as just another salesperson, but as a trusted advisor. Mm. And when you start to elevate yourself, you play at a different level and you're focused on actually truly helping them and, and, and serving them, it becomes very different because to master selling is to serve at the highest level. So if you believe that to be true, your actions, your behavior, the thought process must follow along from any, any from outreach all through the rest of the process. Yeah. Only sharing your company's stuff with people is the same as when you're reaching out in DMs to try to break through. And you see, if you go to people who viewed your profile on LinkedIn, you'll see that it's all the people that you've been reaching out to. But here's your problem. 67% of buyers claim that they go to LinkedIn and look at a profile before they decide to give a buyer attention. If that's true, and they go look at all your posts and all you do is share your company's stuff, what do you think they're going to think about connecting with you? I don't want to talk to this person. They're just going to sell me something. That's the image that you give off. But if you're giving somebody else's something away and there's no ask really, you're just like, I thought this would be valuable for you based on what I know you. Again, that's one of those things that's really difficult for people not to be like, hey, thanks for thinking of me. And that is thoughtful. And this is, is and even that value piece is such a good long-term strategy. Aside from even from your top of the funnel work, think about your long-term. You have an opportunity. They say they, they, they want to go with you, James, but they're like, timing is really bad for us because of X, Y, and it's legit reason. In six months, we want to revisit that. Now, instead of just waiting six months, imagine if every month you, you nurture them with value. Yeah. Hey, James, hope you're doing fantastic. You know, you know, hope your kids are enjoying school so far in September. Hey, check out this new report on this. You might find it useful. Anyways, best. No ask. Right. I thought you might Fast like this. Clip. Right. Would love, to, would love to get your thoughts on it if you're down. Totally. Fast forward six months and you're doing it every month. Like once James is ready to go, he's thinking about me. Yeah. I've been the person who's been, who's been hanging out hanging out and like nurturing, playing that long game. Yeah. I get a lot of people that will hit me and be like, James, I finally found a spot where you can be valuable. And I'm like, oh, let's hear about it. And then my opportunity is born. You know, they find it for me. And that's always right. good. You want that from your champions. Let's keep going. We got great questions. Joe asks, is this strategy focused for people with premium or sales navigator? Do you have non-premium approaches too? Uh, Joe, my opinion is that these work for any level of messaging and they're very short. So they're able to fit into any version. Is that right, right. Marcus? 100% agree. Yeah. Um, it, what's interesting is even, I'll say change it recently, with Sales Navigator, there's pros and cons to, to both in messaging, right? Because uh, they're, they're, they're two different inboxes, which I think is kind of crazy, actually. They really should just integrate them, that's my opinion, but regardless mm -hmm. of that. Um, in Sales Nav, when you're sending messages, you can't do the audio and you can't do the video unless you upload, like, you know, a video link, um, which makes it like you have a little more friction. What I do like about the actual inbox, non-premium version, like, you know, the free version, um, is you can do audio, you can do video, right? So, you know, my team will like, when we like, we'll send a connection request, we'll, we'll manage it through Sales Navigator, but once they accept it, we're like, all right, let's go into a regular inbox to message because now we can utilize some of these additional tools they offer for the non-premium version yeah. to engage with that prospect in different ways. It's, it's just very human. I, uh, I, I want to real quick walk people through how to send a video. I think that's an important thing for people to see on this show. Uh, but let us know in the chat. Do you want to see how to send a video? I'll run through the process real fast for you so you guys can see it. It can only be done. There it is. It can only be done on the mobile device. So go to your mobile device, open up a LinkedIn DM, and then on the bottom right, you'll see that paperclip. That paperclip will give you the option, take a video. Notice how it opens up, and then all I have to do is turn it around to face me, shoot my video for Marcus, 
hit that video. Once it's done, you're going to see it load up right here. And then it's going to ask you, would you like to send it? I then send it and it goes to Marcus and they don't have to click a third party link. It's exactly. just a native video. Keep in mind a blank connection request, an accepted connection request, and then a day or two before you send that video has the highest reply rates for me. I send the video. Thanks for connecting. Great to connect. Here's why I wanted to connect. Would love to have an actual conversation. Here's a link where we can make that magic happen. This works very well. Marcus, mm -hmm. thoughts? I, I love it. What I've also done too, so, um, and I've actually evolved over time. So I went yeah. from doing that and then had like, a, like then uh, I also, basically what I did was, to, the modification was this. Here's the issue I found. So people would watch the video, someone would get to respond back, you know, or then the place they can't really, they, they can't be too loud, right? Maybe they don't have the AirPods in or something. They're like, oh, I can't really play the video. So like, I'll go back later, but they forget. So what I, what I started doing a couple of years ago was video, a little bit of sales copy underneath. So like, let's just say, for example, if you can use any of these templates, it, it can be literally the same. You can say basically the same thing on there, on the video, then below, hey name, like I mentioned in the video, and then boom, and basically the same same script you're going to use a template and send that. So that way, in case they, they see it, they can't play or they do like, oh, it's interesting. And then they can actually read your text as well. So now you have this like double whammy approach as well, which works really, really, really well for a high response rate. Again, these tactics are very difficult to ignore. We got time for one more, maybe two more. Uh, are you sending these in InMail or through Sales Navigator? Let's talk about InMail for a minute, Marcus. What do you think about InMail just overall? InMail, it's it could be hit or miss for sure. I agree. Right? I think it depends on the industries that you're selling into, right? 100%. 100%. Um, I think the... It, I don't know how to verbalize it. It's, it's almost as if when you get an InMail, it's a completely different feel. Mm-hmm. Versus what's in the inbox. It's true. Right. Which is, which is, it's almost like you get, you're like, oh, here's this like separate message that came through and you probably don't know me. Yeah. I think the mistake that more people make in email is that they think that is a good place for cold pitches. Yeah. And it's not. Yep. It yeah. should be used in the same way we've devised right here that yeah. Marcus has shown you, right? Earn the credibility, provide some value, be specific. Those things are good things to use email for that I think have better performance than the cold pitch that we typically see in InMail. Great question about InMail. This one comes from Samantha. Uh, will you guys be sending out these messages templates? Absolutely, we will send you those templates uh, and they are available on Marcus's LinkedIn profile. Uh, Marcus, where should we send people if they wanna connect with you? Mm, super simple, you find me on LinkedIn. It's really, really easy, right? I'll drop the link right in the chat for you, right? You can uh, find me out there, connect with me, send me a, send me a request, let me know your thoughts. Oh, look, you already guys are raised on top of it. She's good. She's good. All right. There you go. That's where you find me. That's great stuff right there. Uh, okay. Final thought. If you had people, I guess, shout out Jerry Springer. This is the final thought. If you were having people come away from this show with something they could start doing in their DMs right now to level up, what's the action they could start taking that's simple and easy for everyone in the room? Mm. So the, the, the simplest one is no joke. You take these templates you save them, okay? And you just start using them. That's it. Like, I mean, it's like, it's like we want to make this so simple for you where we give you these plug and play templates and frameworks. And yes, you can evolve over time. You can tweak to fit, fit you over time, sure. but just start trying with these. That's the easiest one. Then you want to start leveling up, start doing video. Yeah. Start doing that. That's how, yeah. you, start, that's how you start making more money with it.
I, I can't express to you enough how it evolved over time for me. I started sending messages in DMs after people accepted, and then I started sending videos, and then I figured out the voice note yeah. thing. I think it was actually Morgan J that turned me on to the video thing, and I couldn't get away from it once I got good at it. That part of it came very naturally. I want to thank everybody for coming out, spending their time with us. We're going to do a show tomorrow as well. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow as Jed jumps in and starts talking all things AI. Uh, all right, here we go. Connect with us on social. You will never meet a stranger coming to you from Sell Better, just a friend that you haven't met yet. And we want to connect with everybody that's in the room. Marcus has been gracious enough to give us the time today. And so have you. You're going to get a survey after the show. Make sure you let us know how we did and the things that you want to see more of. We create this stuff for you. You can join us every single day, Monday through Friday, right here at Sell Better. We are here to help. We'll see you guys tomorrow with another stellar guest to help you. You got it. Sell better. Uh, Bye, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.